Welcome back to the Why So Series podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. We got Stephanie from the Mocha Minutes podcast and Lauren from the Two Work Girls podcast. And we are back for another Insecure Review. How's it going tonight, ladies? Good. How are you? Yeah, I bet you weren't expecting that song, huh, Steph? I know. Um, I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm like jamming. It's like um, <laughs> uh, roses for heavy. Rest in peace, Heavy D. Heavy D and the boys. Um, yeah, so... We are here to review season four, episode two of Insecure, Low Key Distant. They don't have no synopsis on this one. <laughs> uh, I guess I can make up a synopsis. Uh, it was just like, here, here a show. Here reverse, you go. reverse of episode one. How about that? Everything happened in reverse. <laughs> um, but before we get into what happened in the show chronologically, uh, Steph, what were your overall thoughts of episode two? Um. I thought it was good. I, of course, loved all the music, but I also am liking these layers that's being peeled back about how this falling out is going to happen. And also, I think it's low-key hilarious that the folks in Molly's um, law office still don't fuck with her. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, damn, they still mad at her. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Lauren, what about you? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm... It's just like, I don't know, it's, I feel like it's going to be such a slow, like, just, I don't know, it's like, I don't know, rip the band-aid off. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Oh, with Molly and Issa? Um, yeah, with Molly oh. and Issa, <laughs> yeah. Yep. It was getting there. I was like, at some point in this episode, what? I was like, um, oh yeah, this is going to blow up. Big time. You can see it coming. Um, I don't know. I just feel like they're framing Molly in such a funky way. Like they're trying to make you not like like her. I don't know. But here's the thing. I mean, we'll get into it. But like, I liked her more this episode than I think I've liked her the whole series. Like this entire mm-hmm. series. But we'll see. We'll talk about it. Okay. And there's some stuff I really wanted to wait for you, Lauren, to do this because I have some questions that I think you might be able to oh, answer. Oh, okay. About parts of this show. <laughs> uh, so I and Stephanie actually because I have a lot of questions coming out of this show. Uh, oh boy. Um, all right, so the first thing I noticed was uh, when the show came on, it had the uh, nudity disclaimer. So I said, Oh, we're getting more sex scenes. Come on, mm. <laughs> and so it opens up with uh, Molly and Andrew on a date. And Molly was wearing this yellow dress and she was looking great in it. And mm-hmm. uh, they talking about looking for Latoya. And apparently, they're talking about, like, the sun not being the guys. and uh, Like, at some point, they're going to show more of this show in the show. But it seems pretty ridiculous, uh, the show does. Um, so, we're it's, I'm interested to see what happens with that. Uh, Andrew is real. He's real smooth. Like, he's just smooth as shit on these dates. Uh, a little too smooth for uh, Molly, which we'll find out later. But he's always got the one-liners. Excuse me. He's got the comebacks and the jokes. Um, always just ready for her. 
um, which is good. And basically, he was walking out. He was like, "Yeah, um, I'm ready to I'm ready to leave, so I can go get some of these cakes for dessert." And Molly was like, um, uh, "How you know that's on the menu?" And then next thing you know, uh, they having a sex scene, and she's like, "Take these cakes." <laughs> and here's the funny thing that I didn't know until like two days ago. So the actress that plays Molly is a virgin, which I didn't know. Yep. I lo- I like how you dealt. You didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. You knew. That? I feel like I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Wait a minute. Yeah, she's Wait a, a minute. Yeah, she's because, a virgin. Wow. Yeah, because she they, when the when the show first started getting big, she had a whole cover story about her virginity. And then she started dating this football player, Sam Acho, who went to UT. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Oh. And then they broke up. I don't up. know where I be at. <laughs> <laughs> they broke up and then she did an interview and they asked her. She's like, Yep, I'm still a virgin. Um, so apparently she's saving herself for marriage. So every time I see her now, every time I see her in a sex scene, I can't unhear that. And so I'm watching it and then I looked at it, I looked at it twice and I was like, Hold on. They got like the covers in between <laughs> him and her. Like in the sex scene, like she was, he wasn't like on top of her. They had like covers on top of, in front of him, over top of her, and then he was behind the covers. And I was like, this is very interesting, but okay. Uh, so Molly gave up the cakes to Andrew. So good for her, and good for him. I'm sure he enjoyed. It. <laughs> uh, he he had that well timed slap. I'm like, oh, he knows the balance. It's good. <laughs> he dated the black woman before. You could tell. That's not the but first see, one. but this, uh, this is not his first rodeo. This no. is not his first. I, but I'm not talking about like uh, I'm not talking about the black women part. There's some dudes like black dudes who don't know how to smack ass right, and I'm like, oh, you actually know mm. how to. I was like, okay, you yeah. know, you know the balance. Some of them either do it really super soft, or they try to knock the sonic rings out of your ass. So it's like, ooh, it's like it's it's a it's a delicate balance. <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't on my list, but I have <laughs> more things on my list. When it comes to these sex um, so then you get the three months before the block party timestamp, so you know where we are. And then uh, Condola and Issa are planning the, the party. And the funniest thing to me was Issa talking about her interns. I said, you got interns, Issa? Like, what the hell is going on? How? I have interns <laughs> and no job. I need somebody to explain that part. More unpaid interns. Whew. Poor unpaid interns. Uh, I was so proud of Issa and Condola acting like adults, planning their things, not being all weird and shit. And then it it gets a little weird. But I was like, they're bonding, they're coming together. And then Issa was just like, <clears throat> I mean, they she brought up that she was going out of town. Condola, Issa was like, oh, that's romantic. And then she thought about it. And she was like, oh shit, that means you're going with Lawrence. And then they stopped. And then Issa was like, look, I don't want this to be weird. And I still want us to be friends and be able to work together. So let's just get this out. And she was like, good. And then she was like, yeah, I don't know why I'm tripping over a nigga who eat French fries with mayonnaise. <laughs> and I thought, so I thought this was really cute. What did you guys think about how Issa and Condola were handling the Lawrence thing? I think they handled it as well as could be expected. Um, I feel like Issa is really invested in trying in this relationship with Condola, and I feel like whatever she's feeling, she's putting it to the side. And honestly, I, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's she's handling. They're handling it pretty well. It's an awkward ass situation. So, how would you handle it if that was you? 
Would you, would I don't you be know. Cool with the girl and still work with her? I, think I would love to say yes. <laughs> I, I, I'm basing it on the way they they broke up, um, probably. But I still I don't know if I would. I think I would probably keep it kind of surface. But I don't know if I would get too close to Condola if that makes sense. Yeah, because either way, it's like I said, it's, it's just gonna be awkward. Yeah. I, I, Five so years I is a long time. On this thing, like. I've always been weird on like the don't date people's friends and things like that. Not because I'm a terrible person because I did it. It's just because I, n- I always thought it was just like immature. I always thought it's like my mindset was always like if things don't work out with me, then and you're happy with somebody else, why would I be salty about it? But I I find that I'm the I'm not the norm when it comes to that. So I think for me that gives me pause with Condola and Issa is because they weren't friends before. So it wasn't... Yes, that should make it easier. That's why I was like, I think that's why I kind of like the way they're handling it because even though I'm like, I don't know how close I would get because you might get a little too comfortable and say some stuff and you're like, what you saying about my man for? Um, But still, it's like they weren't friends before. It's not like, you know, you broke a friend's trust or anything like that. You know that's going to happen, right? You know Lawrence is going to do something fucked up, and Condola's going to talk to Issa about it, and she's going to say, she's going to say, like, oh, yeah, that nigga was sitting on my couch for three years or whatever the fuck. And and see, that's what I'm trying to figure out if if that's going to come up, and I know that's what Lawrence is really worried about. Like, Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to be talked about, but what he really doesn't want to come up is that conversation about, yeah, we really broke up because I was carrying in most of the weight in the relationship financially and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But you know he's going to frame it to the reason we broke up is because she cheated. Because she cheated, yeah. You know it. I'm like, that's not the total reason, but go off, sis. (laughs) Yep, that's what's going to happen. Stand in your truth. Have your narrative. Right. (laughs) It's your your story to tell. Right, right. Condola has bread. Did you see those shoes she had on in that scene? Yes, I said those just got the coins, and they're like big ass boots. Those look like fancy ass shoes. I don't know shit about women's shoes, but they look fancy shit to me. Um, so I was like, all right, she got she got money in L.A. Um, so then it looked like so. Okay, were they going to a costume party? Why were they dressed up? Because I think this is supposed to be around the time of Halloween. Because they, they were all in costumes? Yeah, but didn't go nowhere. It was weird. Well, I just... Tiffany had the candy for the kids, so that's yeah. why I assumed it was Halloween. Or the, tooth, yeah. the toothbrushes and whatever yeah. nonsense right, she so had happened. Molly happening. was a cheerleader and Tiffany was Cleopatra. Who were Kelly and Issa supposed to be? So Kelly Issa was, was a from, Jigaboo. From Jigaboo for what's from, the school days? Mm-hmm. And then Kelly was um, from Babs. Oh, oh, okay. Yes. Okay, okay, that makes sense now. All right, okay. All right, cool, because I didn't know that. Halle Berry. That was one of my questions. Yeah. Uh, I was oh, like sitting goodness. here like, that That's is a... hilarious. I was like, yes. oh, no, she didn't. I love when people, because like, I've seen a couple of like different people do that costume, and I love when people go all out, like with the hair and the nails yeah. and the orange boot. Like, it's just, it's always, I love Babs, though. Like, I could watch Babs anytime. I love it. Every time it comes on, it's like, oh, my movie on. Yeah, just that's how I used Kylie Berry at her like peak. That's mm-hmm. how I used to be with um, How to Be a Player when I was younger. 
Oh wow! Oh, that, I ain't seen that in forever. Same. Laugh how cheesy it is. But um, this is where you first start to see that Kelly, I mean, that Issa and Molly not on the same page because Molly didn't really know about um, some of the things going on with Issa. And then uh, Issa didn't know that Molly and uh, Andrew had sex and it's been like a month. Did she say a month? Or mm-hmm. no, it's mm-hmm. been a while since they since that happened. And so <laughs> she was like, uh, what, was it wasn't good? And she was like, no, it's good. And then <laughs> Kelly was like, yeah, she gave you that. He gave you that samurai dick, <laughs> and she said he's not Japanese. And she was like, uh, "Are you sure?" <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, I feel like I heard this on the Black Guy with his podcast. But no, Kelly acts like so like a cartoon character. It's so ridiculous. Like, are there people like that in real life? Yes, because she's Kelly so is a clown. But yes, <laughs> she's so off. The, I, mean, I, love I love it though. I love it, but she's so off the charts. It's hilarious. It just be random shit she be saying. Um, and so then Molly started saying like, "Yeah, you know, it's cool and all, but I don't know how much longer this is gonna go because he don't really open up to me." And uh, Issa was so she was like, "I might have to like cut the pussy off." And so Issa was like, "What's wrong with you? You tripping like?" You should be happy that he's not bothering you and driving you crazy. You're always looking for something. And Tiffany was on Molly's side, and then Kelly was on was on Issa's side. And Kelly was like, "Y'all, you tripping, Molly? I wish I could. My dream man is a mind with a big dick." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where's she? Ignite. Um. So, did y'all were? Do you think Molly was making the right decision by saying, "Yeah, we're gonna chill on the sexual part of our relationship to get to know each other better," or do you think she was being nitpicky? She is nitpicky. She's <laughs> nitpicky, but I think it's still a valid concern before you see, like, what happens next. If that makes sense, is that a valid reaction? Like, does that work? Is that something a woman would do? I mean, yeah, it would be because I think. There's the notion that you are, you know, like you're curious, like how's the sex going to be? But then you still have questions like, is he going to take me seriously? And I think that's always been a, that's, that's always such a big question for her is that she does, like the guys that she dates, she doesn't think they take her seriously because they kind of don't. <laughs> but she always, a lot of times she gets into her own head, which sucks because on paper, Molly is a good catch, but I think sometimes she just gets in her own way. And that's frustrating to watch. Like, girl, it's not that deep. What are you doing? Well, my thing was, why does it have to be either or, right? Like, can't you be like, yeah, I'm still enjoying this sex, but um, we need to take, we need to have some time where we're not having sex. Like, to me to say, like, I'm not, like, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to cut it off. It's going in the cage for a while. Mm-hmm. It's different than just being like, yeah, our next date, we're not going to fuck. We're just going to talk. Like, I feel like you can do both, but, you know, it's those TV shows, so I guess it has to be black and white. Um, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then yeah. Uh, you got TSA Bay and Issa fucking again, and <laughs> they are doing, like, the crazy, well, like, all types of positions. And Issa's talking about, like, this is so uncomfortable, but it feels so good. And I'm like, what kind of sex talk is that? <laughs> like, that, that would be weird. As shit. This is so uncomfortable, but keep doing this. Like, that was wild. But that's because sometimes what do you, like in <laughs> positions like, damn, I thought this wouldn't work, and damn, it is okay. 
Like, I, I kind of felt that because she was just like, it's uncomfortable, but it's like a good uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, I like kind of get that. She was doing yeah. like a headstand off the bed, like backwards. It was weird. Um, and then they switched uh, to missionary again because I guess that's their go-to to finish. Um, <laughs> and then he said, uh, hey, he said, do that thing, do that thing again that you do. And she said, what? What are you talking about? And he said, Press my booty button. <laughs> that was hilarious. The fuck out. I said booty button. Good night. And when she was trying to reach around to do it, so took me I out. Heard, I heard that that was like a, the thing. Like I heard that that was like. I mean, I've never done it, but I've heard that that's the like for guys. Like I heard that like a lot of guys are self conscious about doing that because anything around the butt, most guys be like that's gay. But I heard mm-hmm. that that that's the thing. So I don't know, but I heard that that was a thing. So I like so that they brought that. State stuff happened, honey. I like how they put that on the like the show <laughs> does that a lot, but I like how they threw that on the show with like an obviously hypersexual straight black male, and have mm-hmm. him ask for that because mm-hmm. it's something that you don't often see on like TV show sex scenes or whatever. Even when they do get into kinky stuff, so um, I thought that was really cool for the show to do that. And but then I was like, you know, I feel I know how women feel when they be, when they watch all these shows and don't see nothing but titties. Now all I every time I watch Insecure, all I see is naked niggas, and I'm like, where yep. are the titties? Like, where the titties? Come on, it's like, come on, plus size nigga. Like, come on. I feel like a woman. <laughs> and so then he was like, oh shit, uh, the condom was on, but now it's off, and. And you guys are welcome. Like, where are all the condoms? Like, y'all don't say that in porn. Shut up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, like, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the, that was the controversy. That was like, controversy. they don't do no condoms. They never condoms. That's right. And so then Issa's running around, and then she's like looking in it, like look using the mirror to look up inside herself, and then it just fell out. And so my question is, yeah, bitch was like, I'm disappointed. <laughs> so my mm-hmm. question is. That seems weird to me. Does that that means the condom was too big? Is that a nigga was using a magnum that's not a magnum size? Cause it's not supposed to move like that. Or is that something that happens? I'm not a woman, so I don't know. It's it has never, never happened, happened to. It has never happened to me. So I was like, "Ooh, boy!" But I have heard of it happening. It just hasn't happened with me. So I've heard women like, "There's still a condom in me," and please don't have a latex allergy, cause. Lord have mercy. Ooh. Yeah, I haven't had condom sex in years. I know I'm married. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what, are the, yeah. what are the chances they use this to make Issa pregnant? Girl. That would be that would be way too much. I could see I could see them maybe having an abortion or something or a pregnancy scare, maybe not a full out pregnancy, but it would be mm-hmm. hard for me to like I mean I could see them having that wanting to have that conversation. Yeah. We have Tiffany that's pregnant, that's currently with child, that's gonna obviously complete a pregnancy. You know, I could see them wanting to have that other other side. It'd be interesting. I don't. It'd be interesting now that, especially after what we find out later, that like she's not really fucking with TSA Bay no more. So, it uh, I don't even know. If, I don't know if I believe that. I don't I was know. Like what? <laughs> Right, I mean, right. y'all not in a real relationship. Y'all she gonna have like, she, what? she gonna have a tipsy ass late night where she would need on it. I'm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was sitting here like, I see what? you said. It's like, oh my gosh, like, oh, he got kids and I can't deal. I'm like, but I feel like you just 
fucking and pushing his bu- his booty button. What am I? It so it, it took me out when she said he had two and a third one on the way though. I was like, uh, yeah, I know yeah that I feel like that two and a possible was like, wait, what? Because yeah. <laughs> he's playing dick all over that town. Conversation that would have been super awkward and funny. He work at the airport, so you know, you know, you know, he's shooting his shot all day, every day. <laughs> I mean, it's between TSA and you know T-Mobile. It's like stay away, ladies, stay the hell away. Let me tell you, I worked at the airport. It's that's absolutely what happens. Absolutely. See, clowning. I know it. I already I was a know. Agent and I used to, I used to like upgrade people's seats and stuff. Like all, I used all the tricks. To mm-hmm. all the tricks. Mm-hmm. Um. So then Molly and Andrew is uh they planning another date and uh this time Molly's trying to like curtail all the sexual tension. So she's like, yeah, I just want to stay in. Like we can chill and talk, bring some wine. So. Andrew's like, cool. So then uh, they cut to Molly. She gets off the phone. She at work. Uh, and Torian walks up. And she was like, she's trying to be friendly to Torian. And Torian is not <laughs> having this at all. He is not for her. He is like, I'm off Molly. And he's going to be off her forever. And it's hilarious he's to me. Like, she's like, what are you about to do? She's like, oh, I'm going out of town. I'm going to Cabo or something like that. And she was like, oh, yeah, I've been to Cabo. This is this and that. He's like, uh... Yeah, my resort's all inclusive. I'm out. <laughs> Just walked off. <laughs> Didn't have nothing for her. Nothing. Nothing. He paid her dust. It's like shit. That's I'm like, thing. this grudge is Molly going. Was terrible to them at the end of the season. But Torian exactly. is a dick. Like he deserved all of that. Most of that shit that happened to him. Like the other people there weren't like that to Molly. But he was terrible from the beginning, taking credit for all her shit. Like people That's forget true. that he was taking credit for all her shit. And acting like he was the big star of the fucking um, the law firm, and then that's true. And then she turned that shit back on him, and now he now he got like the poop. Now face. he in his feelings. Yeah, now he in his face feelings and shit. So I don't feel bad for Torian at all. Um, and I hope uh, they get that shit together. And I hope they don't try to make them get together because that's the type of shit they would build on this. That's show. whack as hell. Please no. Like, that it's shit like, would never no. work. Uh, so then uh, Lawrence and Condola together, they out on lunch date or something like that. Um, and they talking about looking for Latoya as well. And then Condola brings up that how like her and Issa had said something about him. <laughs> and, and Lawrence is just eating his food and shit. And he started eating that shit fast. You can tell this shit bothering him. And he's like, no, 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 you know, it's good. And then she started talking and then Lawrence was just looking sad as shit. And then Condola was like, yeah, these jokes make it better. And Lawrence was like, yeah, yeah, good, good. And then she was like, um, is something wrong? And then they cut to the next scene with him and his boys. And he's like, he was like, I am not with that shit. <laughs> he was mad as shit. And I'm looking at Lawrence. I'm like, eh, I can see. And this is the first time I ever can see what where Lawrence is coming from. Because I can see how he wouldn't want to say shit. But... You got to say something there if you feel that type of way. You got to be like, I can imagine, like, the one part about this is, like, I've always been, like, cool with that type of thing. Like, people dating or dating friends or whatever. I can Mm -hmm. handle that. But, like, I can see why somebody could be insecure about, like, talking about that. Like, having conversations about that. Because you never know what's going to come up. And, like, Lawrence said, he's, see, he's worried about the wrong, like, I wouldn't be worried about that part. Like, me being on the couch with that. I'd be worried about, like, all the other shit that Lawrence was doing that was fucked up um, mm-hmm. the whole time. And so I guess he got, and they were together long before the show started. So 
it's infinite amount of things Issa could talk about, which we learned later about his real name. Um, so it was good. good to see, it was good to see Chad again. Because Chad is so terrible. Oh, my problematic fave. Oh, my yes. My baby back. Need more that nigga's like... so trash, but he's so fucking funny. Uh, and Chad said, uh, he's like, yeah, you can't have that shit. They're going to make a podcast talking about your dick. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what is this nigga talking about? <laughs> so I feel like everything happens to Chad. Like, he just projects on everybody else. Because he'd be talking like his shit from his soul uh, with some of these ridiculous shit. So then Derek was there. And he Derek was like, yeah, you got to let this shit slide. And he was like, uh, and then Lawrence was like, yeah, maybe I should let it slide. Would you? He was like, fuck no. <laughs> but he was like, I'm not messy. And he was like, yeah, every time I broke up with a girl, I moved. And I was like, hey, what? And when, he said, and when he said, I miss Dallas, no, shut the fuck up. Like, shut up, sir. It's like, you are not, you, they are not hitching up your horse and running you out of town. Shut the hell up. It's like, no. <laughs> Derek, you're not that attractive to be acting like this. You don't like his, you don't like Derek with the good hair? Ugh, he's such a clown. He thinks he's a lot more attractive than he actually is, and it bothers Yeah. Me. He feels like one of those people thinks he's really smart and really attractive, and he's... Mm. He's like, right, sir, like, like one of them, like, like an asshole. He's just an asshole. You, you feed it, he, it's like he feeds into the I'm light-skinned, so I'm good-looking trope, and I'm like, baby, that's not it. All right, so I got a question. So what... Uh, if you were to rank the Lawrence's crew out of who you would mess with first... And then last, out of Lawrence, Chad, and Derek, what would you do, Lauren? Oh, wow. Put me on the spot. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. They not, they're not. they all, like, handsome, but I don't know. Because oh, I'm just seeing them in the, Because I'm seeing them from the show. I guess Chad, Derek, and Lawrence. Uh, yeah, Chad, Derek, and Lawrence. Oh, it's Chad, it's Chad Lawrence and Derek for me, cause fuck Derek. So both of y'all picking terrible ass Chad first. See, see that's the this thing. Is why y'all is... are the reason why niggas on Twitter say y'all don't like nice guys. See, no, it's y'all, not that. Y'all are, y'all are the... It's not that. Nice it's guys. not that. But here's the thing: y'all are under this impression that these dudes that ain't shit are ain't shit out the gate. They not. <laughs> they like bring Chad their representative. Been, I feel like Chad's always ain't shit. He don't have no fucking. I think like Lawrence, I think he's charming though. Lawrence is not shit either though. Correct. Like none of them are really. No, Lawrence is not. Lawrence is the typical. I'm the nice guy. guy. Right. If he's we're such, being he's honest such a fuck here. nigga. He's so ridiculous. He's such a fuck nigga, but he's like in fuck nigga denial. Like he's like, no, I'm a good guy. I'm like, you're really not. Not not really. You try really hard, but yeah. And I think like I feel like, um. Chad is just like that funny dude that make you laugh and at first is really cute and charming and then after a while you're like oh he really is like this all the time okay <laughs> so that's what I mean it's like he I don't think like when it comes to women he not like that out the gate and Derek's just corny to y'all yeah Derek's just corny as fuck and I hate his ass I just feel like Derek would just I would just have constant conflict with Derek Right, you'd be like tone of voice would just make. I feel like, are you trying to belittle me? Are you trying to be funny? Like we just right. always be, we would always be at odds. I don't care what problem. your opinion is on this. Shut the hell up. <laughs> that, that was very informative. Um, 
give me an insight to your logic. I'm just saying. Y'all, y'all hate the nice guys. I see. Like that. No. No, we hate, hate nice guys. No, Eric that is, is not. Eric is last because no, he, no, they're is, not nice. Chad no, they're not nice guys. Chad is light skinned Tyrese. That's who Chad is. Oh, hell no. He is not. Yes, fuck is. Tyrese. He's Tyrese. That's exactly who he is. Don't nobody like Tyrese's ass. He's a clown. Like, people like Tyrese back in the day. Um, that's because he's he wasn't talking. That's why. Yeah, sweet lady Tyrese. Yeah, like, sweet lady that just sang on the back of the bus and sipped Coca Cola. We were like, oh, that's fine. <laughs> then he started talking and misspelling shit, and we're like, yeah, we're done. Too <laughs> much. Um, and so then, Ch- Chad was like, "This is why I told you never to swim in the pool that you piss in." <laughs> so what kind of analogy is that? And he said, um, listen, if you go to a baby shower and you pick up a girl, make sure it's a caterer. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, that's not bad. That's not bad advice. That's not bad advice. That was actually very good advice because Correct. you know that they all know each other and they're all friends. Mm-hmm. And that was just not a good idea. Yep. And so then Lauren was, Lawrence was like, um, should I text Issa? And it was like, nah, nah, because you text Issa, she might send you some titties. And then you gotta, then you gonna have to explain that shit to Condola, and then Condola's gonna get mad, and then she's gonna come to me, and I'm gonna have to pipe her down. <laughs> like, nigga, like what? This nigga Chad, like just man. the worst. It's like he's the worst. The absolute like, worst. Kind of like, where are you getting these scenarios from? And then Chad, why is that where that? Why is that the first place it went? It's <laughs> like, uh, you have to sleep with her. Is that what we're saying? He has to. It's a necessity, Stephanie. Right, clearly, because he's like, yeah, because you come over here, I got to fuck her. It's like, I, I'm i sorry, wait, wait. How did we get That's from zero to this? Friend's girlfriend comes over sad and crying. Sex happens next. It happens well, every then, movie. Um, but hello, that didn't happen when Issa came to his house. So, I mean, I feel like your logic is faulty. So. It happened when she went to Daniel's house. But it did happen when she went to Chad's house. Well, no, that's true. It didn't happen. <laughs> it's like, that's like, wait a minute, where are you getting this? I feel like Chad's the type of nigga who don't like dark skinned girls. He uh, comes off as that type to me. Uh, comes off of that type. Oh boy. Uh, Here we go. So then Derek said, and then Derek was like, no, nah, you got to be up front. And I was like, okay, look at Derek trying to give some grown man advice to Lawrence. That's because that's not his baby. That's why he acting like this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot <laughs> so that was wasn't that a that thing is, last season? That was a thing. That was I a still, thing. I'm, like, I'm sorry. I'm like, mm, I need to see that birth certificate because I, I know. About that. You, better take <laughs> him, you better take her on Maury because I don't know, son. So then Condola and Issa uh, were planning again, and uh, you find out that Schoolboy Q is going to be performing at the block party, and I was like, so. I don't know if that's too good for Lauren. I mean, for um, Issa, Issa's block party, or is that too small for Issa's block party, or if that's just, that, or does that mean it's just about right for the caliber of performer for her? I don't know. Block I really party. don't know who Schoolboy Q is. So he's like one of. It uh, seems like a good look. You said what, Lauren? It sounds like it's a good look to me. Yeah, Schoolboy so Q it, is one a, of Kendrick's artists. Oh, okay. He's like in that crew. Oh, okay, okay. Um, like I've heard the name. I was like, I just don't know who it is. I'm like, I don't know who this is, so I can't say yay or nay. And then Issa said something about like she got to go to a business meeting, so she got to put on her business chucks. 
<laughs> like just yo, she was so awkward later on, but uh, I'll get to that. But yo, I love her awkward moments on these shows. Um, so then they had, oh they had like dinner or something. Then Molly shows up, and I said, oh shit, it's about to be real awkward right now. And uh, Molly looked like Molly looked perturbed from the start. And then Issa was like, uh, and then I mean Cadola was like, oh no no, I was just leaving. And then Issa was like, oh no, you you want to stay for dinner? And Molly was like, bitch, what are you, like, her face was like, bitch, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? And then Cadola was like, nah, nah, I don't want to intrude. Like, y'all go ahead. And Molly was like, yeah, no, thank you. It's all right. And then Issa was like, no, no, it's all good. We're good. Come and enjoy. Come and eat. And, and then Molly was just like, oh, all right. Uh, and then uh, they all sit down to eat. And uh, Molly, well, she said, I got to go put something away. And Molly was like, I thought it was just going to be us two. And then Issa was like, well, she said she was hungry, so I invited her. And then Molly was like, well, I had some shit to talk to you about. And then Issa was like, um, and I don't, she was like, I don't know her. And then Issa was like, you want me to tell her to leave? And, and she was like, nah. And she was like, yeah, so <laughs> this is a good chance for you to get to know her. Look at God. <laughs> Child. So Issa really didn't read the room on that one. Yeah, that's but, what I was going to okay. ask you. So do you think, uh, do you think Issa did the right decision or the wrong decision? But could you, like, if you were Molly, would you be mad? I don't know if mad is the word I would use, but I would be, if I know I had something pretty personal to talk to her about, I don't think I'd be, yeah, I, I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, let me like divulge my like, the fact that, you know, Agent Bay chopped down my cakes, but I'm feeling some sort of way. It's like, I don't know you, but I think not Issa. Um, Molly should have paid it a lot more cool than when she was, because she was like, "Girl, it's just just talk to her about it later." It's like just just I get why she was mad, but I think she should have played it off a lot better than that. It was it was awkward, and I just feel like Molly. I don't know. I don't know. Like I say, Molly just be tap dancing on my nerves a little bit. Yeah, because it was like you could just go, okay, then I guess this ain't the lunch to talk about this about. This we'll talk about exactly. I feel I'll like Molly's later, on girl. this thing now where she's trying to speak her mind and be more honest about things now. And so because of that, like she gets into these moves where she's like, all right, I'm ready to talk, ready to like say this or whatever. And then, because I feel like she might have brought up like, I feel like what she wanted to talk to Issa about may have been like how they were not on the same page recently about stuff. I doubt that. I like, think it was just going to be about Agent Bay, honestly. I don't think it was anything like, let's talk about our relationship. Yeah, no, yeah, she just want to talk about herself. Her seriousness. Molly can be serious. I don't think <laughs> she can be, but I don't think that's what she wanted. I think she literally just wanted to talk about Agent Bay and what she should do. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. If that's what you think, I'm with you. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, uh, oh yeah, Issa was like, yeah, we could talk about this on our hike on Sunday. Um, over ice cream and she was like you know if we get ice cream after the hike that defeats the purpose of the hike and then they kind of went on with the shit and so then you see Lawrence pull up to Issa crib and he let her know he outside Issa come Bitch. outside <laughs> and <laughs> at first uh, Benjamin shows up Trina's adult, uh, son and selling some chocolate and Lawrence was like is it for the homeless and Issa was like nah <laughs> and they just kind of <laughs> looked at him and I was like this nigga scamming chocolate <laughs> Um, and he was like, I'm gonna go get some rabbits. <laughs> and he was like, You got rabbits in your complex? And she was like, 
Yeah, we got a couple of rabbits. <laughs> and then Lawrence was like, listen, um, I know you and Condola are friends and working together, and I'm totally cool with that. Um, but can you, uh, like, not talk about me when y'all are together? Oh, all right. So you sign stuff. What you sign for? Um, first of all, don't you message me saying I'm outside. Um, nigga, fuck you. You can say hello first. We are not on this. Let's continue our last text conversation status with me, sir. It's like you can say, oh, hey, I'm outside. Not I'm outside. Bitch, fuck you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, all right. <laughs> so, uh, Lawrence. He made me so mad. I was like, that's so fucking rude. Do you fuck think you. Lawrence made the right decision to come talk to Easter in person? Absolutely. I guess so, but I just felt like it was just mad. Like it was just so mad, Patty. Um, I don't know, but yeah. I'm glad that he he was able to kind of say what he needed to say and get it out there, and it just didn't linger and go on, and and that he didn't make Condola feel like weird about like any more weird about the situation than it already was because he could have just been like whiny about it. He was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna just go straight to the store." So I guess I appreciated that. So my one issue with the show, and it's a small issue, but I feel like these characters are supposed to be like in their early 30s. Like, I'm thinking that's their age group. But like, every time I see Lawrence, he acts like he's like 22. Like, Cause he, he's such a bitch. Like, he doesn't act like he talks and he, he makes the facial, like he makes faces and his body language is up that of someone who's just like shy, uncomfortable around women sometimes, afraid to speak his mind. And I don't know if that's an introvert thing or a young person thing, but it comes off as a young person thing to me, but I could be wrong. It's a fuck boy thing, because fuck Lawrence. But, um, yeah, he's just a fuck boy. He's, just, it was he's like, immature. So this was my issue with him coming to EC about this. I'm like, sir, I need you to grow the fuck up. So you think he should have went to Condola <laughs> about it? Oh, you I think he really don't just think it should have been an issue. It's just, why that part. Care? It shouldn't have been an issue. I'm like, you were with her for, what, five years? whole years and you it's not like you didn't know now that you know it's out in the open it's like um my ex is working with her and if you had an issue why didn't you address it with the person that you were actually in a relationship with as opposed to coming to east to say keep my name out your mouth it's like so bitch fuck you <laughs> i well, i feel like he was like um you know we got this we got this history together i can talk to her on a different level than even condola because I know Issa for a longer time or something like that. Like, I can see where I he don't was coming care. from, but I just wouldn't care. Like, that's if, the part. He should, it's like, you should be unbothered about that. It's like, you were with her five years. You know, this is probably going to come up. And if there's any way to make this less awkward than it already is, then let it happen. Why are you acting like such a bitch, you bitch? Oh, it makes me so bad. Because you know what's going to happen, right? Condola's going to bring up something. <laughs> that, Condola's gonna bring up something about Lawrence, and Issa's gonna be like, oh, "I don't want to talk about Lawrence," and that's gonna make it weird. And then he, she's gonna say, "Cause remember later he texts her, she texts him and was like, if she calls him, was like, hey, 'Hey, I'm about to go meet up with Condola. Did you like tell her?'" And he was like, "Nah, I ain't exactly. I you didn't say anything to her, but it's like, so now you texting your ex. So if she were yeah. to, I don't know, go through your phone, be like, why are you texting Issa?" See how that works when you're a fuckboy? That's why I can't stand his ass. See, see, I see where your I see where your mind goes. I'm just saying, fuck Lawrence. Okay, all right. You coming to my side? I like it. See, 
Um, oh, I was never, <laughs> I was never into Lawrence Hive, no, but this, the you way were anti Lawrence last year. I really wasn't because I didn't really have a reason to be anti Lawrence, and now I do because I'm like, first of all, now I like Condola. Do. I like Welcome. Condola. <laughs> Welcome to the dark side. Because it's like, why are you? I was like, first of all, don't you ever in your life text me? I'm outside. Oh, hey, not. Let's talk about something. Not like keep my name out your mouth. It's like I know you fucking lying. You ain't coming here when I'm trying to dodge this little kid scamming niggas out of candy, and you gonna come to me with this? <laughs> nope. Fuck you. Uh, and so, um, Issa was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I won't do that." And she was like, "She because Lawrence was like, yeah, because I really like Condola, Condola, and I wanted, I wanted to give it a chance for it to work." And Issa was like. I like Condola too. She started chanting Condola's name. That, that was, was so fucking so funny hilarious. and awkward. I'm like, girl, if you like her, then grow the fuck up. That was so awkward. And then, um, like, I don't want you. You, she can have you. Leave me the hell alone. And then she was like, "Yeah, I won't talk about it." She was like, "So you don't think Condola needs to know that Lawrence is your middle name?" And he was like, "Nah, <laughs> nobody needs to know about Martin." And I was like, that was kind of cute of them to just kind of be. I was like, I didn't know that wasn't his first name. I was like, "Uh, wait, what? (laughs) And I was like, okay, they're kind of, you know, to me, they ended that conversation as adults. As as petty as Lawrence was to worry about that. um, At the end, it was like, yeah, we're adults, at least. So I was like, okay, we'll see what happens. So then Molly and Andrew had this dinner date, and Molly said she's cooking gumbo. And I was like, there's no way Molly can cook gumbo. There's no possible way. I just knew. I was like, that gumbo ain't going to be by shit. I just, in my heart, I felt. (laughs) I have a thing about people being outside of the South, especially outside of Louisiana, fooling with gumbo. I'm sorry. I just, I have a bias. (laughs) No, that wasn't about to be no good gumbo. And then Andrew came up behind her, tried to make a move, and Molly shut that shit down. She was like, "Uh, yeah, that shit not on the menu tonight. Only thing on the menu is this gumbo right here. And he was like, why don't you get a taste? And Andrew was like, yeah, I want a taste. And she was like, no, of this gumbo, nigga. And then he was like, all right. And then he tasted the gumbo. He said, that shit's salty. <laughs> Molly was like, I got family. What'd she say? I got family with hypertension. I know what fucking too much salt is. And then she tasted that shit. And she was like, fuck, this shit's salty. <laughs> mm-hmm. I knew that shit wasn't going to be good. Um. And then they went and sat down. You see them having a, a good conversation. They're talking about Molly family. She's showing pictures and shit. And they they talking and shit like people do on dates. And then uh, Andrew says something about, like, she's asking about her his family. And he said he had a brother or something like that and a sister. But she, he don't know where her sister is. And then Molly was like, hold on, what? You don't know where your sister is? And then Andrew was like, yeah, I don't want to talk about this. And then Molly tried to be like, she tried to do the thing, like the therapist, like she said, you can talk to me about this. And then Andrew was like, uh, actually, I'm good. I don't want to talk to you about this at all. And then Molly was like, and then she, he was like, what's going on? And she was like, I just feel like you don't open up to me. And then Andrew was like, why? Because this one conversation. And then Molly was like, no, you just kind of been closed off. And then Andrew was like, you always find something wrong with everything. And she was like, I'm out of here. I'm going to the damn concert and left. So, Lauren, who was right in this interaction? Um, I feel like Andrew was 
So it's, I had to look at it a couple of ways. I don't like that he got up and left, but I do feel like he was right and justified and having a conversation and shutting down a conversation he wasn't ready to have. I feel like Molly was missing the hint about how deeply he was affected by whatever that situation was and that he just didn't want to talk about it. And she didn't seem... There's one thing to like hold space and then there's one thing to cry. And if somebody says, yeah, I'm holding space for you, that person doesn't necessarily have to divulge anything. Just the space is there. But if somebody says, yeah, I'm done. I don't want to talk about it. That's it. Like you can't cry and do that to people. So, yeah. Steph, what about you? Um, so I agree because I don't, I think him leaving was a bit dramatic. However, the fact that she wasn't catching that he didn't feel comfortable and I have an issue with people who do this thing where I tell you my whole life, so you should feel comfortable to tell me your whole life. And, and like, that's not how that works. Because when he said, I don't know where my sister is, it was like, okay, so that's a, probably a touchy subject. Let's just change the subject. Yeah, that sounds very touchy. Right. It was like, mm. it's like, you didn't want to change the subject. I'm like, um, nobody owes you their life. And he don't have to tell you. If you feel comfortable telling somebody your business, that's fine. But you have to allow him the time to, one, build, feel, feel safe enough with you to tell you that. Just because, you know, he clapped your cake don't mean he owe you anything. Y'all didn't even have a discussion that y'all were together. So what's T? So, again, I come down in the middle. Like, I saw... I'm playing defense big time this episode. You so really are. I saw, I saw, I saw Molly's point because Andrew was being, he was being like uh, to himself. He wasn't opening it up at all. And if you're going to, because he was defensive as fuck because he was like, what, because I didn't put a label on it? Like, that's a defensive statement. That's something the dude says when they're on the defense. Yeah, that's the dramatic part. I'm like, okay, so that's not warranted. Yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't like that. I didn't yeah. like that. It's not warranted. And I was like, she's just... Because I feel like that's a valid thing to bring up. To say, hey, you know, I, I feel like we're not connecting on a real level. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, I'm always talking to you about shit. You just kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's fuck. And I'm like, I can see a woman saying that, and you got to respond to that. Like, And if you have a trouble opening it, and I, but then again, I can see how Andrew, because we got we can't look at this in just season four. We got to go back to season three. And how dismissive she was at that nigga for the first mm-hmm. couple months they were talking, whatever, however long it was when they first met. Like, she was dismissive as fuck to him, and she was always finding something to complain about, something to be upset about. And so to him, it was like, at the in that moment, when you're already on the defense, it was, oh, this is just another thing she complained about. Like, Jesus Christ, give me a fucking break. Um, I thought things were going good. So I can see how... Both people reacted there, but I thought Andrew overreacted a little bit by just walking out. Like, that's something you got to talk out if you want to make it work. Um, So, you know, but they ended up doing it, which was good. So I was proud of I was proud of Molly. Um, So we'll get to that in a little bit later. So then um, Molly sitting there drinking wine. She was supposed to go to the concert, but she didn't want to go after that. And she texts Issa. She called Issa. Issa didn't answer. And Issa texts back like, it's loud in here. I can't talk. I feel like Molly felt some type of way about that. And I'm like, what's she supposed to do? Like, leave the concert and call you back? You don't, Like, you didn't say it was an emergency. You didn't leave a message or a text or say, it's an emergency, call me back. You just called her 
and then she texts you immediately back. I don't know why you upset about that. So that was the part I didn't like with Molly. And so then, uh, this is where it gets funny. So then they back at work with Molly, and they're discussing some type of case about independent contractors and employees. Um, and they asked Torian a question, and Molly's just kind of looking up in the sky and shit, like, <laughs> like she knows some shit, but she don't want to say some shit. And they say, Molly, do you have anything to say? She was like, nope, I agree with Torian. And it just kept it moving. And uh, after that, Torian came to the office, and he was like, something, 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 something. Then you used to work there. And she was like, yeah. And he was like, so why you ain't say shit? And he was, she was like, well, you know, I didn't want to be negative, so I just let you do you. And then Torian was just all upset, like, you did this and you did that, and you got something to say, say it. And I was like, this nigga. <sighs> and then Torian, and then Molly was like, um, yeah, I, I kind of fucked up last year for taking credit on that last project we worked on again, and I'm sorry. And uh, I kind of just want us to get along, but I know we got a lot of work to do. And then Torian didn't know what to say and just walked out. And I was like, I don't know how to react to his reaction. What would y'all think about that scene? I don't know. I don't know. Are they building up? Like, it's, it's clear that they don't have, like, any type of, like, underlying romantic interest thing happening, right? Like, that's not what they're trying to go with that. Are they just trying to make her I hope not. realize the error of her ways and that she just needs to be a better person? Like, I'm hoping that's where that, this storyline is going. Right, because God knows I don't want it the other way. Because yeah, is I would just like for this, Yeah, I would like this just to be a situation where she can just kind of humble her, humble herself and like apply that to her other relationships. Right, and it's oh, she's been around like, the white folks so long. She's just so damn cutthroat. Right, it's like I, 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 I got to be the like the best black person. It's like, baby, we all black. What you doing? But I think it's really interesting that Torian didn't like her chiming in last year and when she doesn't chime in he has a problem <laughs> yeah. like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, but isn't this what you wanted you wanted her to just be on your team and she was on your team and you're like why you ain't say nothing it's like but you got mad at me for doing the thing no mm-mm. so it's like people don't know what they want <laughs> exactly because i was sitting here like but weren't you mad at her for doing that exact thing to you last year now you're like why you ain't say nothing it's like i'm confused Yes, yes, and uh, but here's the thing. That's the that's the thing, though. She, she like Molly can never win in the workplace. Like the one place where I get her completely is in the workplace because mm-hmm. the in the first place she's with all these white people and she didn't know how to react around these white people. And then they wanted her to like turn on other people, and she ain't wanted to be do that. Then she was like, "I'm gonna go work for the black people because that's gonna be better." And then she gets with the black people and she's trying to act too black. She's trying to fit in, and then. She's trying to like play with the team, and then Torian takes over all her shit, and then she tries to be the star, and then everybody else gets mad at her. And I'm just like, she cannot win for losing in the she workplace, cannot. and so I kind of feel for her um, uh, in the workplace. I was sitting here so confused. I'm like, why are you mad at her for doing the thing that you wanted her to do in the first place? <laughs> like, it can't be like, why ain't you saying nothing? Like, because. She should have just said because last time I did, you got mad at me. So I'm a chill. I'm a I'm gonna take a beat. What's the problem? Uh, so yeah. So I don't know. This episode made me feel bad for Molly. She still had her Molly moments, but I kind of felt bad for her in some of these in some of these situations. 
So Molly and Issa talking about it with y'all has made me change my mind now too. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> At first I was because yeah, because now I am kind of feeling bad. Like you know what? Hey, this was not a great. This wasn't a great Molly episode. No, she it, was going through. It, it wasn't. So it was. She kind of, kind of turned it around because at the end, so then Molly and Issa on this hike, and they talking, and Issa, Issa did the thing that Molly did last time, where Molly was like, "I think you just like being messy," and so then Issa was like, "I think you just like finding a problem and shit," and Molly was just looking at her some type of way, mm-hmm. um, and so then Andrew calls, and she was like, "I gotta take this." And Andrew calls, and he gave a heart, he gave a real apology, like, "Listen." I'm sorry about what happened. And Molly was trying to be adult. She was like, you know, maybe I pushed you too hard. He was like, no, listen, I just have a hard time letting people in. Um, and I'm sorry about that, but I'm going to give it another try. And she was basically like, yeah, we can do this together. And I was like, look at them being adults. Look at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then uh, they come back. And first of all, Issa's trying to fight a gnat, which is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> and then Issa was like, who was that? And then Molly was like, work. And I was like, oh, shit, these niggas lying to each other. This is how you know it's about to go bad. She didn't even tell him that it was Andrew. Like, that shit. And that's a bad. dumbass lie. I'm like, why are you lying about that? I was like, why are you lying about that? Yes. That was that. just weird. It's I didn't like, understand that at all. Because it's kind of like you go, I could see if Issa had been like somewhat negative about Andrew. I guess I could understand that to a certain extent. It's not really. But the fact that she was like, why, like, we like Asian Bay, so she's like Team Asian Bay. So I don't understand why you would lie to her. Yep. Um, and so then Issa was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, uh, I ended it with TSA Bay. I found out he had two kids and one on the way, and I just was not here for that shit." And I'm just like, <laughs> "You said that so like, fucking nonchalant." And then they kind of walked over to the edge and was just kind of looking, and then it kind of faded to black. Um, so. Yeah, so it looks like, so basically at the end of this episode, Issa and Condola are getting along really well, um, but they're kind of talking about Lawrence was making him uncomfortable, which is probably going to make things weird, and then Issa and Molly are kind of drifting apart because Issa and Condola are coming closer together. So, um, Lauren, what are you looking forward to next week? I'm looking for some more fashions, um, <laughs> more songs, of course, and just kind of seeing like the progression. I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm hoping for the best with like Condola and Issa. Like I really am. Like I really want her to find like, you know, this person who like, you know, the iron sharpens iron thing. She has this really awesome relationship. But then I also kind of want a little drama too. And so I'm just curious to see where it goes from there. Like, what kind of, like, level of communication is she having with Lawrence? Like, was this a one-and-done thing? Or is this going to, like, going to be, like, a lingering thing that leads up into something? You know, that's, I don't know. That's kind of what I'm curious Uh, about. What about you? I am hoping we get more Kelly next week. Um, I want to, I I agree. I want to see more of Issa and Condola. And this is going to sound very, very weird. Um, but I know we talk about the 80-20 rule in romantic relationships, but I think a lot of times that can be worked into friendships as well. And I think what's going to be happening with Condola is that Issa is going to be getting her 20 from her. And I'm like, I... I mm, Issa's going to get gonna what? Be- oh! 
Oh, Steph. I'm just saying. So you, you know, know what? I'm just saying. You see, Lauren, you see it. Because you know what happens I'm when you have like a you win. So um, what it is, uh, Brandon, is that you know how they got like they use the 80-20 rule, but they only apply to romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. But you really can apply that to friendships as well. And so what's happening is that Issa is getting her 20 from Condola. And I'm like, you know, looking at it like, because you know that happens, Lord, you know that happens like we had friends for a while. And sometimes y'all have like a little kink and then you get a new friend and you get all that other stuff you miss. And then you're like, but yeah. And Molly and Issa know each other. They see each other. Like Molly sees the raggedy parts of Issa. Issa sees the raggedy parts of Molly. I get it. Like, and Kadona only is seeing kind of just this really shiny, buffered, you know, image of yeah. Issa. It's not really her. And Kadola seems she, she seems very no nonsense. Mm-hmm. So like, would she be here for Issa's like TSA base shenanigans and stuff like that? Right. That makes I'm I, you know what? Thank you. I was, so I I needed that perspective because <laughs> I'm sitting here like I don't like this. Not that I think Kadola is bad, but I don't like this framing. Because one, uh, mm-hmm. would you be with Kadola returning? Um, clothes just so you can fit in. No, you don't do that with your no. friends. So why are you doing it with her? It's like, oh Lord, have mercy. Yeah, I am mm, not liking this. Yeah, I'm looking for. Either way, I'm uh, excited. Go ahead, Lauren. You said what? No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying. Either way, I'm excited to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how Lawrence handles this shit going forward. Um, because you know this shit's gonna come up again. Um and so he's gonna handle it poorly. I'm I I'm see waiting. How he's gonna handle it. <laughs> um I think Tiffany's gonna have a baby this season. So I'm, they don't they haven't really had any side plots this season yet. So I have a feeling that the baby's gonna be some type of side plot when it comes. Um mm-hmm. they may you know, they may do something petty like complain who gets to be the godmother or something like that. But I think they're gonna get some type of side plot with the baby. Um, and, um, I think that I like Condola. I think she don't fit in this mess of a world with Issa and Molly and Lawrence. Like, I think she's going to get fucked up and swept up by this hurricane of ridiculousness that surrounds these people. Um, Mm -hmm. and I don't think she's going to last. Um, I don't think she's going to last at all. Um, so we'll see. Um, We'll see what happens with that. But I do think that this episode made me feel uh, positive about Molly in a way that I don't think I felt since season one. Um, mm. And not I'm not on I'm not on Molly's team yet. Don't get me wrong. I'm still anti Molly. But <laughs> I felt bad for her this episode. Um, I thought she got the hell to deal with a lot of shit. And she wasn't and she was trying to be better. That's my whole thing with Molly is usually she fucks shit up herself. This time it was a lot of circumstance. Like she was trying to open up to Andrew. She's trying to open up to Issa. Like she's trying to be better at work, and it's all backfiring on her. So I kind of felt bad for her. But you know, that's kind of karma, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of karma. Um, Steph, do you have anything on the Mocha Minutes this week? So this week coming up, um, I uh, episode. My new episode just dropped today. I got to um, 
finally get Monica from Black Women Amplified on the show. So it was it was a good conversation. And we was going off the rails, but we had so much fun because we were get like we were recording um right before, you know, the big quote unquote rematch between um Teddy and Face. So we were talking before that. Um so this upcoming week I'm recording with Brandon from um Say Something Nice and Cook from highly inappropriate and we are going to recap the battle so i can't wait um uh, all right so we, i knew what was going to happen i'm like guys come on everyone knew uh yeah everyone. no they didn't no, no excuse me some people were like know? Oh, no who didn't know yeah, excuse me there was a girl on facebook one of my friends pages like i mean face got ballads but teddy riley got ballads and hits and i was like i'm sorry what Ballads, oh. plural. Now, I, and you know what? And I and I was like shortchanging guy, and I was like, you know what? I shouldn't do that. But I'm also hashtag justice for Dave Hollister. So don't don't do this. I'm like, like don't do that. I'm like, well, he, she should have did Babyface because Babyface got ballads and hits. Don't do face like that. Don't do Kenneth. Don't do <laughs> Kenneth like that. Also, Babyface was petty as shit putting the goddamn uh, Grammys behind him on the Instagram live. He has six candles lit with two Grammys under it, right in the middle of the cameras. So everybody can see his two Grammys. I mean, I stand petty. And then when they shit broke up, he took out his guitar and he was like, I'm gonna play my white song. And then he was like, I'm gonna play my white I said, song. And, and I knew exactly what song he was gonna play. I'm like, it better be that Eric Clapton like, song. He was like, I'm gonna play my white song. And by the way, I won a Grammy for this song too. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's funny? This is what a part of me was like during that battle and I'm gonna bring it up on the show, but I'm gonna bring it up here too. I'm like, first of all, Teddy Riley, dead ass wrong to bring it and like, I get so lonely remix to this battle. I'm like, sir, <laughs> I know you fucking lying. It's like, so first of all, the original is fine without you. You don't add to this song, Teddy Riley. You don't. Neither the Blackstreet because y'all ain't have Dave Hollister. So, okay. No. And when Babyface was like, oh, I didn't know we could do remixes. I mean, I don't do remixes, but I was like, God damn it. Oh. Like, I love this so much. <laughs> it was so good. It was like, oh, I love him. And also, it should have disqualified him. I'm like, how is this? What? This girl? No. Good night. Mm-mm. Teddy, don't do this. Edward, go to bed. Go to bed, Edward. Um, also me and Stephanie, um, were on the single simulcast last week. Um, and we played black card revoked with a bunch of other oh. podcast people. And oh my so gosh. I think that's coming out sometime soon too. And I think we might be playing again this week. Um, I think we are playing again. Uh, that was my first, that honestly was my first time playing black card revoked because I've never played it. And I'm like, Oh, I'm like, because when I think when me and Rashani was recording and we were talking about it, he's like, we should play it. I'm like, yeah, we should, because I've never played it. It's like, look at this. This is so much fun. So, yeah. So, also, like, Lauren, if you ever want to get on in that, you're welcome. It was fun. It was a great time. If you're bored on a Friday night, I know you got the fam. Um, but, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, she dropped off. Okay. So, Lauren dropped off. Something happened. So, we'll be back next week. Um for episode three of Insecure. Mm-hmm. Make sure you go subscribe to the Two Woke Girls podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the Mocha Minutes podcast. And check us out in the single simulcast. And we'll be back next week. Peace. Yeah.